Thursday. Today is a super special Thursday because it also happens to be my 25th birthday. And so I know that for me personally, around my birthday, I like to do some reflection on, you know, how the last year went, how the last few years went, you know, how everything's looking going forward. And because I was, you know, already doing this exercise myself, I was like, why don't I share in today's episode the four things that I wish that I knew sooner that I would go back and tell my younger self and might be a great reminder for you too. So before we get started into today's episode, as a happy birthday to me, I would really appreciate if you just quickly would leave this five-star review on iTunes. Real quick, you're already listening there. Just open it up, hit five stars, leave a little happy birthday even. That would make my day. So thank you guys, and I hope that you enjoy this week's episode. So number one is confidence is not about how you look, it's about the environment that you're in. So I think that as you start to get older and you've tried changing your body a million times, you realize that there's no body that you actually get to that makes you feel confident. And I hope that you also learn that for yourself. You know, the last five pounds that you're trying to lose, that's not the difference of what will make you confident and what won't. Changing your body is not how you get confident, right? That's just changing your body. That's just trying to make yourself smaller or stronger or whatever it is. And it doesn't actually relate to how you're feeling. But a lot of people say that confidence is how you act and it comes from, you know, a skill that you can work on. But I think that it's less about that skill and more about the environment that you're in. Because I would consider myself a pretty confident person now. You know, I definitely was not always this way. In fact, I used to be the complete opposite. In middle school, high school, you know, I was a quiet girl who never spoke up, never even liked to raise my hand in class. That's how scared I was of getting the answer wrong or showing vulnerability or anything like that. And then I went through the stages of trying to present myself better, trying to be prettier, trying to fit in more in order to get confident. And that also didn't work. And so I finally found my confidence when I became part of a sports team, when I was a coxswain for that first rowing team. And I was like, you know what? This might be something that I'm good at. And I kept getting better and I felt like a really accepted environment around sports and around being around teammates. And so since that was the first time that I felt confident I was like okay like almost is like a new version of myself and you know in college since the majority of my time was in this setting that I felt confident in it started showing up in the other areas of my life so even though I was getting confident overall I was feeling more confident in myself and who I was I'm still a big believer that a lot of it does have to do with the environment that you're in Because today, I still have situations that I feel confident in and that I don't feel confident in. And I think that, you know, it's not always up to us in the situations that we're in. And it is important to go outside of your comfort zone. But it's also so important, too, to be around the people that you feel comfortable around, that you can be confident around yourself. And so... You know, even though I'm feeling more like myself now, there's still situations like when I recently joined a new gym and it was the first 
open gym that I can just go into and do whatever and I've never had that. I've always either had a coach or it's been group fitness and so I walked in and even though you know I've been doing indoor cycling at my house or even though I knew how to do rowing really well like these machines and this equipment was foreign to me. I had never used a Smith machine before and I went back to kind of being self-conscious and looking around and feeling a little insecure and that's really what I learned this year is that has no reflection on me. It was because I had put myself in this new situation, I was going to feel that way. And I think it would almost be weird if I wasn't, right? I don't know too many people that would just walk into brand new settings, know no one, have no experience and being like, I am so confident right now. Or like, I'm so confident I'll pick this up like immediately. I don't think anyone feels that way. And so... When we are talking about confidence and how confidence doesn't have to do with how we look and all of that, I think that a huge other part of it too is that it's fine if you don't feel confident and it's much more about the environment that you're in and not who you are as a person. Because I'm sure that everyone out there has situations that they feel great in. Some people, I know they feel confident on the dance floor. They feel great. If they're, you know, in a bar with a ton of strangers, they don't care. They'll go on the dance floor, dance their heart out. And other people, they might feel really confident in front of a room speaking on a topic that they feel really passionate about or really knowledgeable about, or maybe they've prepared a lot. They feel confident there. Maybe you feel really confident just you talking with your partner. You know, you have that trust and you feel really confident speaking with them and opening up. Whatever that looks like, it's more the environment than you. And so there's nothing wrong with not feeling confident. Number two, and I feel like, you know, I've kind of learned this a million times, but I maybe never wanted to accept it until this year, is that you'll never have enough time to do everything that you want. You'll never have enough time to get everything done. And so that's why it's so important to make time. Because I remember at the very beginning of quarantine, when it was only supposed to be for two weeks, and it felt like I had so much free time in the world, and it felt great. I remember like my work didn't really know how to work from home yet. And so calls weren't too busy. And then after work, there was nothing to do. And so I watched so much TV. I think I watched every single episode of New Girl again. And then, you know, as that started to become our new normal, I realized that, you know, my responsibilities picked up and I wasn't actually bored, right? Like all of these events were canceled and I couldn't go anywhere, but I still felt like I didn't have enough time to do everything that I wanted to do. And that partly could be because, you know, I took on a ton. I decided to start this podcast and write a book that is being published this August along with my nine to five. So I know that I am to blame here too. But now that it became our new normal of you can't really go out and do anything, I still found ways to fill up my time. And it became easy again to get in the mindset of I don't have enough time to work out. I don't have enough time for this or that. And that's just how it's always going to be, right? I think that before COVID ever happened, we all probably have said at some point in our lives, oh, I wish I could just hit pause. I wish I could just pause, get caught up on everything. And that's kind of what quarantine did at first. And I still didn't get caught up on everything. So therefore, that's not the problem, right? Like, we'll never have enough time to get everything done. 
So just priorities, 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 and I'll probably speak about this a million more times. That's why I've been talking about it more. Right before I was like, oh, okay, we're just going to talk about like fitness routines, but it's so much more than that. It's like, how do you discipline your day? How do you have time management? All of those are just as important. So priorities are huge. And that was the second big lesson that I wish I learned sooner. I've probably learned it before, but just accepting sooner. Number three that I learned this year, you know, it probably took me over a year to learn this one too, but you can't put your physical health over your mental health. Because a lot of times when I talk about working out, I'm like, working out is a healthy thing to do. Moving your body is a healthy thing to do, right? Like a lot of times we don't see working out as anything bad. It's usually not unless it's injury provoking, but The time when it is, is if you also aren't caring about your mental health. Like, is going to the gym for these 45 minutes going to push you over the edge on your day and you're going to feel way too overwhelmed? Or have you not given yourself enough time to just relax and recover or maybe fill your day with something else that will make you happy? There's no one thing that will make you happy. So if it's the gym, it could be the gym and something else. And sometimes we have to fill our lives with that something else. And so... It really took this year to be like, okay, like, yes, working out can be healthy, but so can all these other ways of self-care. So can rest days be good for my physical health. It's related. They're all together. It's very holistic approach to health. You know, your working out also impacts your mental health. But once again, it's just not overdoing anything and just kind of listening to your body when that comes. I think for too long I had that disciplined mindset of, oh, I don't feel like it? Well, I still have to. Oh, I haven't taken a rest day in three weeks? Oh, well, not today. I told myself it's in my calendar, right? And I was really just like white-knuckling it, like making it really tough and thinking that's what it meant to be like a hard worker. And sometimes it is, but sometimes it's also not. So just trying to find that balance and it's different for everyone. And then the very last one, and I hope everyone's still listening, this is maybe the most important one. This one I could probably talk about for a lot longer than I want to just for this quick, short birthday episode, but I'll talk about it again probably. And the fourth one is, and this is definitely the most recent too, but just to start becoming the person that you want to be now. Don't push it off. Don't wait until something happens or you have to reach a goal before you can be that person that you want to be. How this whole podcast started was because I really wanted to be a cycling instructor. I wanted to get back into group fitness and I miss kind of having like control of the room. As a coxswain, I led workouts in college. That was my role. And I was like, okay, like cycling is really similar. And so I got my certification. I was about to start at the gym. And once again, this was a circumstance and an environment that I felt very comfortable and confident in. But then everything shut down. And I was really excited. I had really wanted to be back in the athletic field, back in fitness and health. And so I started thinking about other things that I could do. And since everyone had turned online, I knew that my new Venture would also have to be online and that really freaked me out because I don't have any sort of social media presence or at least I didn't before 
you know, I never posted even on my personal Instagram account. And so I was like, I don't really want to be like an online fitness instructor because to me, it wasn't the fact that it was online, but it's the fact that like I'd have to take pictures of myself and almost use that to advertise to come to my class. Like, oh, look how fit I am. Look at how experienced I am. Like, come take my class. And so at first it was really holding me back from doing anything. I was like, I don't have a six pack yet, so I can't become this online fitness instructor. I can't start making like a fitness Instagram account or anything else. I was just like afraid to even put myself out there. So I thought about it for a while and quarantine started in March. And after a few months, I really had a strong urge and I don't even know how it came about, but I think I just started listening to more podcasts during quarantine and one of them just really spoke to me and I'm like, I could do this. Like I have enough thoughts and ideas and everything else to do my own podcast. And the best part about the podcast for me was that people could listen to me without seeing what I looked like. Because that's where I feel confident in. I feel so confident behind this microphone. On an Instagram live, maybe not so much. On, you know, video when I'm working out, I'll take videos sometimes to like pop them up on TikTok. But that's about it. Like I don't feel as confident there. And so I didn't want to let that keep me though from the person I wanted to become. I had always wanted to become, you know, a light of positive energy and encouragement and motivation in the health field. So I meshed the person that I wanted to be with the place that I felt best. And that's how the podcast came to be. It's not because I had any sort of background in marketing or like promoting a podcast or even recording one or just anything, no background. But I was like, I'm just going to dive in because like this is what I want. And so the more that I realized like you just have to go for it now, it doesn't matter what that looks like. Because then a few months later after I was like, wow, I really am enjoying this podcast. I've been getting really great feedback. I love talking to my listeners. I love talking to you over Instagram, over Facebook, and hearing your stories. I'm like, okay, these are touching like real people's lives. And another thing kind of like popped up into my head. I was like, I'm touching so many people through the podcast, but not everyone likes podcasts. And also, podcasts are really informal and also kind of all over the place. Like I can recommend different episodes to you and I love that you're able to follow me on this journey week after week, but I wanted some way to be like, this will take you from point A to point B, and the easiest thing I thought for that was a book. I read so many books. I read like 30 books last year, so I was like, what if I were to write one? And in my head, you know, I could have been like, yes, I would love to write a book when I'm no longer overwhelmed with the podcast, or I'd love to write a book maybe once I feel older and more mature and like I have more to say or it's also something that I could have kept putting off but there's no time that you'll feel ready there's no time that you'll feel comfortable of like yes I have all the time in the world right now how are you seeing all these lessons come together you're never going to have enough time you're never going to be 100% confident and you just have to show up and do the thing in order to become that person So I don't know what goal you have set for yourself this year, whether it's a New Year's resolution, whether it's a birthday goal, whether you have something coming up or just 
a pipe dream that you maybe just have kept in your head and haven't even told anyone. But the only way to get there is if you start now and you're never gonna have a better time than right now and so that's what I've really learned this year I have stopped putting off things that I really want to do I have stopped trying to keep pushing it off pushing it off oh maybe later when something speaks to me I've been doing it now I speak to you guys now I release the episodes right from my heart when I want them now and I hope that this maybe inspires you to you know think about your past year think about your birthday coming up. I think that's, I always look for times where I'm able to reset and reevaluate. So I mean, even if you don't have a birthday, it's now spring. It is now a new season. So this is a great time for it. So just to circle back, four lessons that I wish I knew. Confidence is not about how you look, not necessarily about how you act, but about the environment that you're in. You'll never have enough time to get everything done that you need to. So you have to make the time. You can't put your physical health over your mental health and then to just start being the person that you want to become. And so I hope that you enjoyed this week's episode. I am so happy that I get to celebrate my birthday with you. This means a lot that I'm able to, you know, talk with so many people on such an exciting day for me. And I will see you guys next week. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you enjoyed this podcast, do me a favor and take a screenshot right now and post it on your Instagram story. You can tag me at Girls Gone Healthy Podcast, at Girls Gone Healthy Podcast. Come say hi, come say what's up. I'd love to connect with you and this would help support me to continue bringing you free content. See you next time. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.